I'm smarter than you. <laughs> wow, this is like the first idea Stoney's had since we started the podcast. <laughs> Girl, I have ideas all the time. I hosted this podcast for like two years. <laughs> Hosting's not an idea. Stoney had an idea that we were going to do video game segments every podcast. <laughs> you know what i actually i had an idea the other day oh shit (laughs) don't drop the name (laughs) just kidding i don't really have any ideas really anymore i'm like out of them (laughs) we're all out girl we took the last good one (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh hi thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming all right you guys well hello there hi welcome to uh, thanks for coming america my name is seth what is yours hi it's jamal hello it's stony hey everybody we are back for another week at thanks for coming the most magically gay podcast how are you guys doing is everyone still happy is everyone alive did everyone survive rajah's implosion (laughs) we did survive girl i had a scrape across the cheek but nothing a little coconut oil can't fix yeah, I kind of find like drag race to be more enjoyable without like Raja, I don't know, constantly like reminding me like why I dislike her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, she kind of went at it with plastique last week about like technicalities and arguing semantics of who borrowed what bark and I don't know. Yeah, just it was getting real reachy. So her time was clearly up. Yeah, girl, it's like at this point you filmed this shit like a year ago and you're still mad about the plastic taking like four pieces of bark. Right. We need to get over it. The rest of us have moved on and are probably on a tour. Yeah, girl. Also, I thought I should clarify like in our opening last week about throwing up in the corner. That was like a subtle shade at Ariel's like pool party situation. Yeah. But listening back, I feel like I could have like landed that joke a little bit better. So sorry, everybody. Oh, you're so considerate. Just apologizing for the terrible listener experience they had. <laughs> yeah, I just really sorry my jokes aren't that funny anymore. It's really hard. <laughs> That's okay. We're gonna bounce back this Where episode. Are the jokes. Uh oh. Burn the jokes. <laughs> Burn the jokes. (laughs) Um, Well, how are you guys doing? Like, how is your week? Is everyone having a good time? Let us know. So far, so good over here. Um, We are recording this on Tuesday. So tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow morning, officially, Beyonce Homecoming will be on Netflix, which means I will probably be waking up at 3 a.m. Eastern time to make sure I can watch it before work because everyone's going to be talking about it. I just can't. I can't miss it. Don't you need to wake up a little bit earlier, though? Because you got to like stretch your legs and stuff like that so you can do all the dance routines and stuff along with the video. Yeah, you got to hit the eight counts. So um, probably like 240, my first alarm will go off. Yeah. Go downstairs, have a sip of tea, do a stretch or two. A little bit of lemonade, maybe. Um, Water, eight ounces with lemon. (laughs) (laughs) We have to stay hydrated. (laughs) I thought I read something about Comcast having like scheduled maintenance at 3 a.m. tonight. Oh, weird. (laughs) 
So hopefully That's it's fine. But listen, <laughs> Stony will probably wake up if there are any issues because he's usually knocked out. If our internet is not working, something's gonna burn down. That means all yeah. the data will be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Jamal will burn up the Verizon data on her phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stony's gonna wake up at two thirty and cut the internet cord, so there's like no possible way for you to watch Homecoming. <laughs> that would be. I would have to avoid the entire internet until it came back Uh oh that's not good girl (laughs) and you're gonna try and live tweet right yeah i think i am gonna live tweet from the tfc account um bright and early yeah so turn off your notifications if (laughs) uh, you don't want to be woken up if you want to sleep past 6 a.m you should just turn off your notifications (laughs) that's so funny and shady Look, the Beehive knows they are going to be there with me. Um, I did this for Coachella. That shit came on at 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I was up, and I still made it to work and got a good workout in. Beehive is trained. We're ready. We're prepared. Yeah, I anxiously anticipate like watching this uh, this uh, homecoming thing. Unfortunately, like I don't think I'm going to be able to like be awake while Jamal's watching it, but I'm very excited to watch Homecoming, and hopefully you all are too yeah so that's pretty much my week everything else is regular schmegular over here yeah what about you stoney is there anything like going on is uh is radiohead doing like a special concert film or something (laughs) uh i don't think there's anything like special coming from radiohead right now i don't know like nothing major really going on with me i've been like playing like a ton of um forza horizon 4 which is a racing game on xbox it's a cheating ass game. You can like rewind if you mess up. Like you can just rewind 10 seconds or however long and start over. Yeah. So Are we talking about video games. I think I just blacked out everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is a video game that exists. I started hearing like really boring things. So I think I just stopped listening to whatever you were saying. So you can't will it out of existence. It does exist. <laughs> I can do whatever um, I want. <laughs> I like when Stoney plays this game because he's got like a Lady Gaga soundtrack and then just out of nowhere, there's like a million reasons playing while he's crashing through walls. <laughs> oh my God. So in when a car. I, so th- I, this was a couple years ago, like when the Joanne album came out, I was playing. So it was like Forza Horizon 3 at the time, but I was playing the game and I would put it on like spot. You can put Spotify like on your Xbox and I was mm. playing like Million Reasons like on repeat when I was like <laughs> racing. So I was just like running over like houses and like all kinds of shit with Million Reasons playing. And I actually oh like God. ruined the song. So I like can't listen to it now without just oh, being no. like, like going into like traumatized. Like I just need to like run over this wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, rumor has it we'll be hearing her play that in Vegas in a month and a half, girl. <laughs> yes, get ready. And I'll be thinking about like video game cars running over things when she's playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be standing next to Stoney during this concert because he'll probably just start like punching everyone around him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or throwing bitches off the balcony. Let's yeah. not do that. Oh, Dif- girl. Different trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds real interesting. I love video games so much. Um, anyways. 
How's your week? My week's been real good. I don't know. Nothing too exciting happened. I um watched Game of Thrones. I know. Oh, yeah. There's lots of like memes about Bran, but I'm just here to let you know that I stand Bran and I'm here for his creepiness and uh just like love Bran. Yeah, he's just like shading you from afar with like a heavy brow and that gaze. It's like, all right, shit, I know. Watch somebody <laughs> else now. <laughs> he's like, your makeup's terrible. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I forgot about Game of Thrones. That's exciting. It's back. Yeah. John officially knows he's having sex with his aunt. It's real weird. <laughs> so I'm interested Woo! to see if they still get it on or like what happens. Oh my gosh. He's going to look so conflicted. There's so much yeah. incest on Game of Thrones. It's too much for yeah. me. It's a bit strange, but also so normalized right now. Oh, you know it's terrible. I have to sneak this in here. I saw this right before we um, started recording. Somebody made a meme of Circe and the Uh-oh. Notre Dame on fire. It's like, how did this happen? And then it's a picture of her like after she blew up that... um the church oh the tower yeah it's like oh damn too soon y'all but i had a small giggle <laughs> yeah just there's a lots tiny of incest one. now yeah just like in the white house with trump and his daughter it's real weird <laughs> <laughs> make incest great again i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh god copywriting that hat slogan <laughs> Gross. what is that like midja Ew. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Who's that? Did we go to school with her? <laughs> yeah. Who's she? <laughs> Midget. Fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck is Midget? Oh. Oh. <laughs> it could be a Pokemon too. <laughs> Miga? Miga for our... Uh... Our Latin American listeners. What did you just call me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, but other than that, not too much has happened. Uh, if you guys were li- watching our Twitter, you guys will have seen that I post about being upset that one of my coworkers didn't get my Devil Wears Prada reference. So I wanted to sh- shortly go into a story time. So there's a girl that sits next to me and her name is Andrea. And at work today, she was like coughing and sneezing all over the place. So I was like, went to this other girl that sits behind me and I was like, "Uh, you're going to have to come to Paris Fashion Week with me. Andrea has gotten sick. (laughs) And she just stared at me and she didn't get the joke. And I was God. so upset. What a missed opportunity. Did she just like look at you and like, did she ask you like what you were doing or was she just like, she just gave you get full away from me, you freak. <laughs> yeah. She just stared at me and I was like, devil wears Prada. And she's like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. I was like, I'm going to need you to watch that again ASAP. A so. while. What does that even mean? Yeah. That's like required yearly viewing. <laughs> right. So boo to her. Yeah. <laughs> What a missed opportunity. It's always such like an instant bonding moment when like you connect with someone over a Devil Wears product quote or reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrea always looks at me weird too when I walk into the office. I'm like, Andrea, bad coat. <laughs> I just throw it on her desk. <laughs> Please have somebody recording. Your coworkers like hate you. <laughs> we need to put that on the they story. Do. Yeah. Well, 
We'll see how that works. <laughs> Maybe that'll come out, but we don't know. Oh, shit. Also, probably going to put the travel vlog episode out sometime this week. Fingers crossed. Because, girl, we got a lot of work to do. But, yeah. So, take a uh, take a pencil and put that in your schedules for this week. And, um, yeah. So, that's probably, like, all of the updates for our lives that we have for now. So, why don't we go ahead and get into some RuPaul's Drag Race Honest Tea. Here we go. Here we go. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> I love that oh, song. God. Uh, here we go i don't know whenever anyone says here we go i always like think of that song yeah it's a trigger i'm triggered (laughs) (laughs) i'm like triggered oh my god you guys i'm triggered watch out girl i got that song stuck in my head now sorry not sorry (laughs) which song from the lip sync sorry not sorry Oh. oh god that's a good song. I have that alley song stuck in my head. Why did you do, do that, that? Do that? Do, do that, that to me? me. <laughs> He's been singing this all week. I mean, she's a skinny legend. It makes sense. <laughs> I was like baking cookies earlier and singing it. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I'm about to make me some cookies tonight. They're like one of those cookies where it's like four ingredients. <laughs> Ooh. It's uh oh, it's just like the the dump cake recipe book like you know where you just like dump a bunch of stuff in the thing and cook it basically yeah (laughs) first i i'm making it with bananas oatmeal peanut butter pb2 powder so get a little bit of protein in there and chocolate chips that sounds good actually so basically you just mix it together and then you like bake it for like 10 minutes or something it's like a dump cake. I feel like it would taste good. <laughs> yeah, I've never made it with the PB2 powder in it. So I'm, I mean, all these flavors are very complimentary. So I'm hoping for the best. What flavor is the protein? Uh, peanut butter. Ooh, peanut butter. I've never yeah. had the PB2 uh, thing or whatever it is. It's actually like. Is it just good. like. <laughs> It's like peanut butter, but like in powder form. Yeah, it's in powder form. So you can, um, like if you want peanut butter, you can use that, but it's like less fat, like from the oils in the peanut butter. So, um, Mm -hmm. So you can just mix it with water and you can make peanut butter. But what I use it for is I'll use it for overnight oats to like give it a flavor. Ew. I like that. I need to try this. It's super good. So call me goddamn Martha Stewart over here. This is your baking lessons with Seth. (laughs) If you're Martha, you're missing an ingredient, girl. What, a jail cell? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, are we supposed to be talking about RuPaul's Drag Race? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we are here to do a show, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. Oh, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another Honesty (laughs) segment here at uh, Thanks for Coming. Uh, Of course, we are here to talk to you about Miss RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11, Episode 8, I think. And in this episode, we are talking all about Snatch. Ooh, fresh tilapia. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) There will be Snatch Games. Wigs will be snatched. Edges will be snatched. Your mom will be snatched. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan McMichaels might be snatched. Like, I don't know. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Everyone's going to be snatched. (laughs) No, Kenya Michaels is the smallest. She'd be snatched. Yeah, she would be. Her and Layla McQueen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Layla too. Oh my God. Who I saw on Grindr. Watch out, girls. 
<laughs> a week or so ago. Oh, that trade pick. I was into it. Yeah, I had to show Jamal and Stoney that pick that is her grinder pick was tight. Actually, I showed Holly too because she asked one of our good Judys on Twitter. Hey, Holly. Yeah, I was <laughs> into that photo. I would have invited him over. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, his grinder's probably blowing up. I'm just going to let him have his time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways. All right, you guys. So let's start from the very top where Miss Raja O'Hara was eliminated. All right, girl. Take your Taco Bell and head to the airport. We'll see you later. Peace out. My goodness. This was not your time. I hope you grow up a little bit. Watch yourself. Maybe take a few notes and come back fiercer. Yeah. And more open. Oh my God. One less frustrating person to watch for sure. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. The most (laughs) annoying thing about this episode was having to watch the recap of last episode (laughs) and seeing Raja speak again. (laughs) You're like, really? Come on, girl. Come on. And then you get to untuck this week and Akira's playing dumb like she didn't gas up uh raja to go fight <laughs> plastique last week oh my gosh we will get there i told stony more on more than one occasion this is akiria's nasty pageant queen coming out yeah i mean i'm here for akiria but girl like don't be <laughs> calling plastique out and then just do the same shit so whatever girl right i kind of like need to see like a dragging happen at the reunion for that same <laughs> and that's your untucked tidbit of the week <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah we're not there yet well that might be it anyways we'll see how this goes <laughs> drama from the very start silky says that she has to watch out because she doesn't trust evie in the competition or brooklyn because she let nina go out on the runway looking quote unquote bad and brooke also said that she thought evie would be in the bottom for her look last week so that's why too yeah there's a lot happening here for me because um well, we were, we were live tweeting, of course, and the whole Silky Evie drama, like, I get it. I totally do. But um, there's some parts of, like, Silky where I think she could just let some shit go. Yeah. Like, I understand if you're mad, like, be mad. But some of the shit, now it's just like you're looking for a reason to stay mad. So right. if that's where you want to stay, you stay there. But don't bring anybody else there. Yeah. I feel you. We'll get there. Like, there's so much I want to say, but not quite yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, so then on the red couch, Sugar asked Evie how she feels about her critiques. Uh, she was like, you know, it wasn't good, blah, 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 blah. Then Nina asked Silky what's going on because she seems really upset. Her eyelash is still really wonky. And um, <laughs> Silky <laughs> says that uh, she's tired of the fake and the phony pot kettle meet each other and then she says that if you're going to be a judge then you should be on the judges panel (laughs) about evie because evie apparently has too much to say a quote unquote yeah well i don't know at least she's (laughs) calling it to the table i guess like i respect that yeah, I thought it was a fair statement for sure. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they're all not there to be read by Evie. I think Evie, I see, and I, I think I meant to say this last week, but I think 
Evie comes from a similar place as Trinity the Tuck, where they really want the game to be played fair. They want the top of the top mm-hmm. to be there, and they want to play the game. They want the competition, and they want people to play the competition right. Yeah, that's definitely what it is, and that's what we've gotten from Evie since you know episode one. And a lot of the queens just don't know how to interpret that, or they don't understand that that's just who she is. Like she is the person in your family or your group of friends that's going to push you to do better. Like they're not going to let you get away with bullshit or just skate on by or like you know float to the top. They want you to really earn your space and act like you want to earn it. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I just kept thinking we all float down here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh i was like couldn't get out of the out of the sewer the uh pennywise had me in his claws girl oh my <laughs> gosh we just watched that creepy ass chucky trailer now i'm thinking about it yes girl you have a good sleep tonight yeah. bitch no yeah the chucky trailer is super creepy just yeah warning <laughs> trigger warning it's gonna be creepy <laughs> well, speaking of creepy too, Lorraine Warren died today, who was the inspiration for the Conjuring and Annabelle movies. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it is sad. She was like such a fun person to watch on TV. Like I really watched her a lot in mm-hmm. Paranormal State. They would call her to be a medium on their show a lot. And yeah, I thought that was ugh, cool. Gosh, well, she is a true queen. So rest in peace, Lorraine. That's right. All right. So <laughs> to move on, <laughs> this is going to be a mess. Like we're just going to be a tangent city on this bitch. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. So the issue really here is that Evie has called Silky Talentless, which she can't get over. I get it. Like no one wants to be talentless, of course. Like that's the whole point. You're there to be like showing off your skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Miss Fangi says she needs to let her friendship with Evie go. She's you know still in the heat of it from their untucked moment at this point in the show right everybody's still on edge from all of that chaos and the vocal um whatever we want to call it was that was flying back and forth so they're just over it at this point like the last thing they want to do is sit on the couch and you know look at these bitches in the face for five more minutes yeah for sure you know vangie is saying one minute she's being kind and cordial and then evie will be like a different person and critical and she says no like you don't have multiple feelings you have multiple personalities <laughs> oh shit <Ooh>. strong words <laughs> where's that shade rattle <laughs> yes god all right so uh silky then thinks it's up to her to take out evie's because i don't know i guess she thinks she's better than evie and she says that evie's drag costs like three or four dollars so here she is basically saying that evie's talentless yet she's mad about being called talentless Yeah, it gets a little twisty, and I just don't like that. I mean, I can be a mean girl when I want to be. Those days are behind me. Listeners, don't worry. But They're not behind (laughs) me, bitch. I'm still here. (laughs) This is like when Raja was like, oh, you're an ugly girl, and, you know, ugly girls don't come for pretty girls. So I kind of got, like, that vibe when Silky was like, oh, her drag cost $3. It's like, well, she's still a contender. So that was a pretty effective $3. Yeah, I'd rather be effective on $3 and having to spend thousands of dollars to look like a damn bag of beans. Right, or borrow some shit that's not mine. Well, anyways, so the next day they are around the table 
and everyone's being real quiet <laughs> and uh sugar says to silky you know because she's being all grumpy and mopey she goes good morning silky and silky has nothing to say to her <laughs> uh-oh yeah she just doesn't speak right yeah it's real awkward like evie's looking around the room like <laughs> everyone's still in their feelings <laughs> oh my gosh when people do that to me like if i speak and you don't speak like i immediately see you as like a different person and that's still probably the last time i'll try to speak to you yeah same so girl annoying. <laughs> sometimes that makes me just try and talk to them more to be annoying though so <laughs> right i'm that bitch that's like oh well have a good day then like <laughs> yeah yeah i clocked you i don't care moving on <laughs> bye bitch moving on in the workroom they are going to be getting into literary drag quick drag 15 minutes so that rue can hawk her new book <laughs> yeah and it was pretty obvious (laughs) what's the name of my book ragu okay she even had like all the queens like chant it over and over i'm like what is this like scientology no (laughs) are we being hypnotized what's going on here We're being dragmatized. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> so in this challenge, they each pitch her their book title and do a cover shoot. Mm-hmm. It was sort of a quick challenge. Nothing too exciting happened. Vanessa Vanji forgot her own name and had to read it off a card. That was funny. And Rue, like, of course, immediately called it out. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about plastiques. Like, I wasn't into, like, the acting part. But then the cover was very funny. Yeah, I... <laughs> thought her look was interesting it was definitely like a different look for her because normally she's so pretty and like polished yeah so i kind of appreciated her like attempt at being like funny messy drag yeah i don't yeah. think plastic's afraid to step out of the box so it's nice to see that coming out i liked hers i actually thought it was really funny so i was like surprised yeah. it didn't get much like praise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well that's not the story we're telling this week girl um <laughs> <laughs> that was last week was her week not this week yeah <laughs> she had her episodes this week was silky's episode we're right you know moving on <laughs> i thought as far as visually the pictures i thought evie's look was the best it sort of to me looked like a piece of art you would see in a museum so i really Mm -hmm. respected i really really enjoyed that yeah yeah i thought evie's cover was really cool i thought silky wasn't that great but she did win because she's loud and she makes rupaul laugh so (laughs) (laughs) now it was funny i thought it was funny but i get what you're saying she is kind of just annoying but she was yeah now remember people she's on my fantasy team here so like i have like this love hate thing going on because it's like yay thanks for the points but stop being annoying (laughs) for real I think that Rue thought that more people were going to like Silky, like, as they were filming and editing the show, like, and I know she does have a large fan base, but I really think that Rue thought a different side of Silky was being portrayed than what we're actually getting. Yeah, and that's one of those things, too, where it's kind of, like, up to the queen, like, Rue hoping that Silky is that queen will only go so far like it's up to silky to kind of embody what the next drag superstar is who she is and not be messy in your interviews right not be messy to your queens 
<laughs> and that's a conversation I absolutely want to have, but I think it's better to have after the main challenge. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It all ties yeah. together. Like you just see bits and pieces and that just goes to show you who she is. Right. We're all human. We're all human. Yes, we are humans. Some well, of us more of than us. others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Silky wins a Postmates advertisement from Morgan McMichaels, who (laughs) shoots the gift card out of her pussy right at RuPaul. (laughs) Totally normal, right? (laughs) Explain this to heterosexual people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Morgan had her Catwoman suit on. (laughs) Yeah, girl. She had her Postmates cat suit on and she was ready to go. Oh, man. Well, then Rue tells them, finally, they are playing Snatch Game at sea. It's finally the challenge we've all been waiting for. Finally, like one or two episodes later than usual. So thank goodness it's finally here. Yeah, I don't even think we're going to get the Paris is Burning challenge because these girls have just been reading each other nonstop the whole season. (laughs) Yeah, no (laughs) shit. I don't think they need it. Yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So Nina is you know not necessarily feeling the pressure but she knows it's her time to shine and just doesn't want to disappoint she knows this is her challenge Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can tell that nina really cares about this one not that she hasn't cared about the others but this is the one she wants right Mm -hmm. you can feel that energy definitely then we get a quick moment with uh, Brooklyn and she says impersonation isn't her strong suit and she has a sit down little motivation session with her boo Miss Fangie <laughs> yeah I thought this was cute I like Brangy. I do too <laughs> they were cute <laughs> yes then Miss Vanjie spent the majority of the episode shaving her beard and <laughs> I can't even <laughs> <laughs> name a part of the episode where she wasn't <laughs> using the shaver i challenge all of you listeners to tweet me something and i bet you can't or how many times i was looking for her eyebrows because at one point i don't know what i was doing maybe i was reading something but i looked up and she didn't have any eyebrows because she'd like blocked them out it's like wait where did her brows go but you're right she was shaving the whole episode it's like does she shave her brows off maybe i had too much to drink <laughs> she's just like the whole episode like a constant shave i was like is this an adam and eve ad like what's going on here the time has come yes yeah i can't even count the amount of times they showed her shaving I just can't. Anyways, so RuPaul comes into the workroom to do a walkthrough and brings season five winner Jinx Monsoon with her. Yes, Queen Jinx has arrived. Yes, I love Jinx. We love a Seattle queen on the show that doesn't die in Uber crashes. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) We really need the shade rattle on this show. (laughs) There you go. So Silky is going to be T.S. Madison and Silky, they ask uh, if she has any questions for Miss Jinx Monsoon and she gets real close and she asks, what is your number, Jinx? And they both laugh. They all laugh hysterically. You know, it's like the second coming of Jerry Seinfeld in here. (laughs) (laughs) So bitter. (laughs) Seth's like next (laughs) i was so enthralled with how funny silky ganache was this week you guys she's finally won me over 
More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, this is what uh, RuPaul says. And this is really RuPaul showing her hand. Dr. Ganache, I just never knew what's going to... Ugh, sorry. Let's try it again. <laughs> I'm drunk. Um, so Dr. <laughs> Ganache, I just never know what's going to come out of your mouth. And that's a good quality for Snatch Game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ru's already like letting her win. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. We're building up the win, you know, we're, she just, I don't know. There's something, maybe Silky's like super like awesome to be around in person, but watching her on TV is a different experience, I guess. Yeah, maybe Rue had like a special meeting with her editors already about how this season's playing out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes like Rue, because to be honest, like Silky has always done pretty well in like any type True. of acting or I don't know, anything that's like basically like where she gets to show off her person. Personality. Mm-hmm. So I think like partially Rue goes to these walkthroughs and she already knows like who's going to do well and who's going to do bad. And she just like says these things because like they can edit it into these certain clips. So I don't know. Like I'm not going to put it on my tinfoil hat and say like, that's a good point. Riga Morris all the time. But I do think that Rue like really tries to create a storyline and the producers are trying to create storylines. So they're going to like say things intentionally because they know like Silky's probably going to do well right, on this. Right. And that's very valid because if you listen to Rue's podcast, uh, he's very good at, you know, getting to know a person in a short period of time and knowing what questions to ask. Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. I just think that Silky gets sort of a pass a lot of the times but so do other queens on the uh, on the show like miss vangie i think got a pass this week she got real lucky (laughs) oh yeah yeah we thought yeah yeah she got real lucky and i mean i don't know we'll get when we get to the runways we can talk about it more but i thought it was interesting that with silky's runway look like it was basically just michelle saying you look beautiful and then it like cut off it almost made me think were some of the other judges kind of like trashing her look You know what I mean? Because they didn't really say anything else about it. True. Well, maybe it was just because she won. I really... And I mean, well, we can say it later, but as much as I am not here for Silky, I will admit when she does well and she had a great runway look. Yeah, she had a really solid week. There's no denying that. I have critiques about her snatch game, but we'll get there. <laughs> so from uh, from the start, you know, we get the inklings that Brooke is not going to do well in snatch game. Brew asks for a quick sample of Celine Dion, and it is a bomb. It's like, should she have just switched at this point and done something else? or or what i mean sure she could have switched but did she have anything else prepared well they come with a couple options like i think she wanted to do celine because of the canadian bond but i don't know that's true she should know. have more yeah. than one prepared she probably i mean she couldn't have done any worse so <laughs> that's true <laughs> they go to nina she has two different characters joanna worley and harvey feinstein then the girls, they get to Miss Vangie, and she wants you to catch her outside. How about that? <laughs> oh, my God. I was so happy that she wanted to do this because I also watched the video, like, nonstop <laughs> when it came out. And so I was like, okay, Vangie could definitely do this, and it's, like, basically her anyway. So <laughs> I was excited, I knew too. Stoney was going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> I can't wait for this. I got we had a little scare there when we thought that she was gonna switch to the other character, but then she ended up doing her original plan anyway. Yeah, Rue asked, Oh, well you did Latoya Jackson in your audition reel. Why didn't you do that? And I think at this point Rue's like yeah, you would probably do really good if you just did Latoya Jackson. That's that's exactly what that was. <laughs> Anyways, well, sorry, Vanjie didn't listen, so dug her own grave. I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about Womp. it in the Snatch Game because hot take, I didn't think it was that bad in parts. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I would ag- I would agree with that. <laughs> okay, um, so. <laughs> Plastique is doing Lovely Mimi from Love and Hip Hop. And Rue is basically pointing out that she's like resting (laughs) on her stereotypes. And Jinx asks if she's a one trick pony. (laughs) Yeah, that was some shade. I love that. That was great. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, get her together, winner. (laughs) Yes. So that's basically all the pre-snatch game chit-chat. So now we're probably going to enter into the portion of the show you guys have really been wanting us to talk about. And that is the snatch game at sea. But before we talk about the Snatch Game, I want to start by saying Latrice Royale would for sure be mad at the romper room fuckery that happened in this year's Snatch Game. (laughs) Oh, Mama Latrice. She would be so mad. So I thought we'd kind of talk through the Snatch Game by pointing out all of the romper room fuckery. (laughs) (laughs) nice so the first moment i think we should talk about is where brooklyn and akiria were kind of like trying to play a bit but they were just talking over rupaul and rupaul was like um excuse me i am the host here you guys need to put jokes out there off my cue that's always so awkward i hate when people do that i don't know it's just annoying to me. It's it's just kind of like hard to watch. It's like, um, gosh, there's a term for it. When you like feel embarrassed for someone that you're like watching in a movie or like on TV, you just get Empathy? like so. No. <laughs> no, it's like where you're like, I'm, it happens to me all the time where like, it's like cringeworthy. You're just yeah. like, why is this person doing this? Very, very that. At work. Very that. And it's yeah. like, Rue is annoyed. <laughs> you better like lock it in and get it together. Right. So that was definitely cringe moment number one. The next cringy moment that I think we should talk about is Silky and how she basically rested on all of her jokes being like about her being sexually frustrated basically because she kept talking about people's like nine and a half inch penis size she was talking about her 22 inch hair and like i don't know it was just weird and then she asked uh the guest tony hale from arrested development which he seemed to be so uncomfortable by her asking him this and i agree that it was like really like not a funny question to ask like what do you think he's gonna say i don't know it just seemed a little bit like too like sexually aggressive to me i don't know i don't know like i guess i read it a little differently like i didn't think he seemed like uncomfortable but uh, maybe like a little uneasy i felt very uneasy when watching it I don't know. I'm trying to describe it. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of what to say because I listened to the podcast with him and um, Clea on RuPaul's What's the Tea with Michelle Visage today. And Mm -hmm. before he came into the room, Michelle and Ru were talking about how sexy they thought he was. And Ru said, you know, I don't want to like 
tell him that because it makes, you know, straight men uneasy. And she said, I don't think he'd be uneasy about it because they were talking about a past guest who I guess they could kind of tell like his demeanor changed when they were kind of joking about how attractive he was or how fat his ass was. And, you know, that's normal in the rainbow community. But for the outsiders, it's something they have to get used to. But he was totally cool with it. He came into the room and Michelle was like, I'm going to ask you a question because Rue won't say it. And Rue is like, you know, playful. Oh, why do you have to bring me into it? But anyway, long story long, they said, um, you know, you're very sexy. You're very attractive. How does that make you feel? Because we just want to make sure everyone's comfortable. And he said, that's a that's a great compliment. He was super chill about it. So I don't know, like the T.S. Madison character, she is an ex-porn star and the jokes just probably landed the way they did because of that. It's a big part of T.S. Madison's past. So um, Mm -hmm. it it worked for Silky. I like the point that you made though, because I think Michelle and Rue approached it in a better way, whereas they're not like, hey, how big is your dick? Like on national television, that's just kind of like, an awkward question like you know in a different setting i think like in a club or something if you're like joking with someone like that i think it's you know funny um but especially if they're new to snatch game yeah i don't know maybe i'm just like thinking too much into it i don't know but anyways the next cringy moment is still with silky where she and plastique are taking subtle digs at each other throughout the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is funny i just (laughs) I don't know how to describe this. I'm just waiting for like Plastique to do a roundhouse kick and like catch Silky on a good day and then just like Silky to body slam Plastique on the runway. I don't know. Something's yeah, girl, coming. Chun-Li. <laughs> <laughs> Something's coming. Yeah, Category yeah. is Chun-Li. <laughs> Full on Nicki Minaj realness. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I thought it was really kind of weird this is definitely romper room fuckery that latrice would not be there for i mean silky like i thought it was really kind of like rude of her to steal that intro moment from plastique and just immediately just like shit all over her like performance that kind of sets her off to a a a bad start because she has to dig herself out of that moment yeah but we've seen that's what silky does she's good at um stealing a moment and i'm not saying that in a negative way she just knows how to stand out so if there's an opportunity there she's gonna take it yeah and i didn't think like silky or i didn't think uh plastique was like too like kindred by it because i thought she did it okay it wasn't like my fave but Mm -hmm. yeah and because the, then the other moment is plastique sort of throws back at her about throwing T.S. Madison overboard <laughs> <laughs> and that she would just sink because I guess because Silky is so large. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because she's so heavy. <laughs> I don't know. That was another cringy moment with Snatch Game. The next moment that I thought we should talk about is Miss Vangie, where she... <laughs> Goes from full on Muppet Babies to her own voice. Uh, I'm going to blame nerves on this one because why the fuck would you start with a voice that's one, hard to maintain, and then two, like shortly after you just resort back to your voice? Like, Well, and that's what like I thought, like when she 
came out with like the Muppet voice. It was terrible. And like, I just was thinking to myself, why aren't you just talking your regular voice? Because it's kind of similar to the Cash Me Outside girl. Right. So just do that. And then so once she started doing it, I was like, and she kind of started acting like a spoiled brat. Like she basically like, was channeling Cash Me Outside Girl. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> yes, yes. So that was uh, another strange moment. <laughs> the next cringy moment was basically just Brooklyn's whole performance. <laughs> oh my God, Brooklyn, girl, I thought she was going home. I'm not sure yeah. what the hell she was doing, to be honest. She was lost at sea for real, girl. <laughs> she was my god uh yeah her accent was giving me more like island i want a mai tai realness than canadian french canadian accent yeah it definitely was not french canadian and like michelle said the one thing she got right was that outfit and the rest of it was just basically burn it yeah burn the wig you know the one part about her performance that i did enjoy but sort of got undersold because that fit more into the story they were trying to sell i liked her part about like her uh lac de triomphe her poisson (laughs) (laughs) that one kind of went over that was funny yeah that one registered late for me on the second watch i caught it yeah that was really funny and i think if it could have been edited to be more funny but because overall her performance as Celine was not great they just didn't give it to her and then of course silky was being petty in her talking heads and they are uh i don't know i just i thought that was not i don't i thought silky was reaching a little bit she has been for a little bit is there any other moments that you guys want to talk about from the snatch game at sea i mean if we're still talking cringeworthy like evie's whole thing was oh my gosh yeah that was really hard (laughs) to watch like that was just too cringy i didn't even want to bring it up (laughs) oh my gosh like I started nervous drinking. I haven't done that in a while. I felt really bad for her because I was just like, this is terrible. Like Every I thought- time <laughs> she started saying something, I just started waterfalling the- my drink. <laughs> Me too. I was like, wrap it up, girl. <laughs> wrap it I know. Up. I was like, if it takes more than a couple seconds, like if you have to set it up that much, then it's not good. Yeah. Snatch game is quick. <laughs> you have to be quick. Yeah, but I thought like her actual physical like outfit and portrayal of Whoopi was like really funny. Like when I first saw her as Whoopi, I like definitely laughed. Yeah, I, I thought the look was spot on, but then she when she opened her mouth, it just wasn't landing. Yeah, it really went downhill from there, girl. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, let's see. Why don't we go ahead and take a quick break here and then we will come back and we will talk to you about some behind the scenes workroom drama and then get into a little bit of a runway talk i think we'll just share maybe our our tops of uh the runway look so go ahead and grab a drink do what you got to do go to the bathroom hide your kids hide your wife and we'll be back soon (laughs) catch me outside how about that (laughs) hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. 
Ooh, girl. All right. So we're back, back, back again for the rest of this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11. Woo. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. So... (laughs) Big, big final fanfare. Here we go. Everyone is back in the workroom getting ready for the runways. And let's see. So Silky is being petty still. Uh, Evie apologizes to Silky, who just won't respond or talk to her. And it was real awkward. And Silky thinks that the apology was half-assed. Do you think her apology was half-assed? I don't think the apology was half-assed. I actually tweeted um, at Evie and Silky because YOLO, I don't give a fuck. Um, like, get I'm over a bad it. Bitch. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> like, I get that there's both sides and you can choose when to accept an apology. I was actually talking with Justin Bear, shout out to him on Twitter about this, because he brought up, you know, Silky doesn't have to accept Evie's apology. And that's absolutely right. Like, you can accept the apology whenever you're ready for it, but it still takes a lot for a person like Evie, not trying to side with her, but just based on what we've seen, Mm -hmm. it's probably took Evie a lot to come down to that level and say, hey girl, I just wanted to let you know you did a great job and i apologize and for you to just kind of like not even respond like you don't have to accept it right away in that moment but you can at least like acknowledge it or say like thanks for doing that i need a little bit more time but i appreciate you saying that thank you yeah this is definitely the legacy of the vixen and uh i think this is very like reflective of her in her season Yeah, I'm getting those vibes. And I mean, really looking at it, Silky, um, I doubt that she listened to this. If any of y'all know Silky, tell her. Um, That's not how a queen acts. Like, that's (laughs) not what people want to see walking around with the crown on its head. No. No. An ugly person. And if you know Silky, tell her, I'm sorry, not sorry. Telegram sent. <laughs> yes. And sent. Oh, God. She read it. Read receipts are on, bitch. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I can go on and on about it. But yeah, there's some maturing that needs to happen there. Definitely. Silky just will not accept the apology. Miss Petty Mayonnaise over there. She is basically the fifth member of Destiny's Child Sing. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Petty Mayonnaise, the lost member. <laughs> <laughs> the one that never made it even to air. Like she was in the back of the crowd at Beachella. Yeah. She was still included, but she was just one of the background dancers. <laughs> Damn girl. <laughs> yeah. So uh anyways. So Miss Vanjie feels bad for biting Evie's head off and apologizes to Evie and Evie accepts the apology and then they move on like two grown adults. Yeah, I loved your um, emphasis on grown adults there because this was so refreshing to watch after all of the fucking chaos we've seen with the fighting that's been happening. This is how you apologize or not apologize. This is how you overcome a conflict. You just work it out. This is how you say sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Vanjie's like, we're sisters. She's like, you know what that means, listeners? This is probably going to happen again. So let's just be cool right now. (laughs) 
I'm ready. I feel, yeah, I feel like I've seen this like in a corporate training video or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, and now we apologize. We get our, our grievances out in the air, and then we move on. Because in the end, we have to work as a team. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to throw up. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry for s- sexually harassing you. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, no. Good God. One time I had to watch a sexual harassment video, but it was all done by the characters from uh, Real Monsters from Nickelodeon. That just made sexual harassment real weird. What? Weird. I would be so upset. That's like one of my favorite cartoons. I know. I'm offended. Nobody that listens to this even knows who All Real Monsters is, so we'll just move on. (laughs) Damn. Ouch. We're old. Anyways... So now let's talk about the runway. I didn't feel too compelled by a lot of the girls' outfits, so I thought maybe we'll just stick to talking about the best of the best. So why don't we talk about Nina West? (laughs) Yeah, Nina served it. Nina is queen camp, and she does it well. So that's a title I will gladly give her. Queen Camp. I just love the look. Um, She rocked it out. She's always giving you some kind of education with her looks. I really appreciate that about Nina. Yeah, it was really cute. I liked this one a lot. Yes, girl. She was serving us George Washington realness, and I was here for it. Like, I know they were kind of criticizing her for proportionizing. However, Uh I think that this was a step in the right direction for her, because I think the dress was a little bit ginger spice, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I think the uh, the coat like really helped to proportionize her better because it sort of like proportionized at her hips a, a little bit, made them more round, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what saved her is the story the outfit was telling. So the jacket, keeping it like kind of near boxy, it, it was mm-hmm. still a moving garment. So it kind of saved her there. Definitely. So next up, I think, that we should talk about Miss Sugar Kane because she definitely had a standout look. RuPaul even said that this was the favorite dress that she's ever seen on the runway. Yeah, this was the top for me. This was my favorite, just above Brooklyn, just because of, you know, her shenanigans. <laughs> but um, sure. this is just gorgeous. I love this tone of purple. I love jewel tones. Like, I'm not, I hate lavender purple. It's awful to me. This nice, deep, royal purple looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really pretty too. Like I thought it was funny to watch her try to go down the runway because she could barely move. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But it was definitely a great look for her. Another thing about it I appreciated is you have to be really careful with the dark colors on that runway and you can still Mm -hmm. see all of the detail on the dress. So that was gorgeous to take in. Definitely. She may have had a mermaid tail on her dress, but she was not moving quick down the runway this week. (laughs) I thought it sort of gave me a little bit of echoes of Naomi Smalls from her top four all-stars look a little bit. Yeah, a little frou-frou purple people eater there. (laughs) You know, more, more fashion, more vogue. More purple ruffles. Yes, Eleganza. Yes, God. Uh, so next, another top look would be Miss Brooklyn Heights. What did you guys think of her <laughs> runway, girl? Oh, wig snatch. Like, I missed it the first time because I was busy tweeting all of you. I just hear, like, stony gay gasping, like, <laughs> two feet away from me. I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed it. I don't even know what it was, but I missed it. <laughs> But that was an epic reveal. Like, wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like in retrospect, I think like it was more gag worthy when just because you didn't really know, like you didn't expect it because I rewatched it later. I'm like, oh, it was cool. But it was more just because I wasn't really expecting it. And then also Rue was just like losing her goddamn mind. Well, it was yeah. very, it was very Violet Chachki, like the execution. This is what an all, this is what a star does. You know, they practice, practice, practice. And you can tell she worked on that because the reveal, the turn, and how she just went back into her runway step, uh, it was clean. It was so clean. And I'm not a fan of like, I always get annoyed when queens just like come out in like a blanket and they're like, reveal. It's like, okay, well, you didn't really like do anything. Didn't see that coming. um, But like, she was kind of wearing the blanket, but it was still like in... um, the category character uh-huh. and then the fact that she it was sequins yeah she and then the fact that she pulled the wig off at the same time was like an yeah. added thing so it was like whoa i've never really seen all of that happen at right, once right she <laughs> yeah. she she made it different yeah she went from donna summer to carrie strug like g- <laughs> gymnastic realness right there <laughs> she really did but i was gonna say i love um a good like stripper moment so i was here for this i was into it and the fact that she just like fucking just like falling all over the floor everywhere <laughs> like splat, yeah. Splat. yeah the runway was on fire like she was a rock star on the runway basically yeah she slayed it so she was good also so number four on my top outfit list is silky nutmeg ganache Like I said this earlier, so I will compliment her when she looks good. And I thought this runway, she looked good. Maybe I'm a little salty still, but we know that Silky can put on a gorgeous gown and paint a nice beat mug. But I did appreciate it. I thought it looked nice. I It looked nice. Yeah. There was nothing. It was just she looked really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, my thing is, like, with a lot of her other runways, it just doesn't feel like a cohesive look to me for some reason. But this runway, I felt like it just felt like it was a cohesive look. And, you mm-hmm. know, maybe it wasn't, you know, it was no sugar cane gown, but it was a, a gown. The shape looked great on her and she had a good wig on. I mean, it was a little pageanty, but I don't know. Like, to me, I thought silky like this was the best she looked on the runway so far yeah i mean she did look gorgeous i'm just being a little hard on her this week well girl trust me this pains me to be nice and talk you know (laughs) and give compliments to silky but we have to be fair on this show so i will give silky her time when i feel she earned it i don't think she earned the win for snatch game but I think she had a great runway. Well said. So I think another look to talk about that me was kind of controversial was Evie's look on the runway because their critique was that her hair said 60s and her outfit, they said, was more 70s glam rock. However, I think that they missed the fashion note because what Evie was going for was a 60s mod look, not 70s glam right yeah and i think that the hair is accurate for mod not all mod hairstyles children are short bobs yeah the hair was definitely mod it was very carnaby street london and bowie chic so i felt she was unfairly 
red. Mm-hmm. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I actually, I loved this look. I didn't really, I didn't really understand the criticisms. I thought like it was absolutely beautiful, like mm-hmm. everything about it. So I don't know. I love those boots too. I want those boots. Yes. I thought Plastique's look like it came out of the Aquarius runway catalog with the uh, the splashing water. Was that like a theme given to the girls? Like water splashing realness? I don't know. Well, that's the thing about like drag now is like a lot of the queens that get on these shows are like, what's the nicest shit I can buy or rent? And they end up all going to like the same designers. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of i've been bored by plastic for a while now like none of her looks just like wow me i don't know what it is it's just like i'm very bored by like everything she does yeah i thought see her runway when she walked down the runway i was like uh whatever but then in untucked like you kind of get to see her up close a little bit more and i really like the jewels and her face makeup like her face i thought was beautiful but yeah. the uh, the rest of her outfit and stuff was kind of like eh. it was kind of like reminiscent of brooke and scarlet when they re- did the aquarius runway yeah that's exactly what everybody's been saying so then they criticize miss vanjie for picking a character similar to her own personality danielle brigoli but they did not criticize silky for doing the same thing because to me silky picked a character that emphasized her personality so it felt to me unfair to read miss vanjie and not silky because this week was silky's week so we're just not going to do that or whatever i guess well and that's a fair read because a lot of people would say that you know vanjie's bringing the same silhouette but i kind of feel the same way about silky just wearing gorgeous gowns like are you going to do something that's not a gorgeous gown minus farm to table but yeah what what else is there right i mean i don't know yeah i thought like the criticism for her snatch game should basically just be like the weird Kermit voice. Yeah. And then like the just, inconsistency. <laughs> I don't know. Like I thought she got better towards the end, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was definitely inconsistent. Not great. And her looks like, I don't know. I feel like she, sh- she deserves to get read for just basically having the same look the entire season, just different colors. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's hard it's because there's also a thing called styling. So even if you have, if all of your outfits have a corset, you can do something to make it not look like, Oh, I'm wearing a corset. Like you can style a piece in a way that, will paint the illusion that you need to serve. I mean, to be honest, like I feel like Vanjie got like a major free pass this week because super yep. she probably should have went home if they were going to eliminate anyone. I really thought that they were going to do a Brooklyn versus Vanjie runway this week and then Vanjie would go too. home. I did too. I was waiting for yeah. it. <laughs> I was real scared. Then, of course, Silky wins this week and she won the mini and the maxi challenge so good job girl i guess <laughs> good job you're on my team thanks for giving me points uh lucky you you picked her when you didn't know how annoying she was gonna be it's not fair <laughs> i had no idea i had no idea i do remember saying you'd love or hate her though i remember that yeah and that stands true <laughs> psychic <laughs> then brooklyn and evie are on the bottom they lip sync to sorry not sorry by demi lovato and oh my god this was an epic lip sync you guys 
Finally. This was nuts. Like, I was <laughs> living for um, Sugar Cane's comment. She was like, come on, Cirque du Soleil. Because Evie's just, like, literally body rolling across the stage. <laughs> and you've got, like, super fierce superhero stripper just working her magic. Like, I'm just hypnotized by both of them. It was so fun to watch. I mean... You know how many times they've said that I want like a Mortal Kombat drag queen game? <laughs> like this is basically what it was. Like this was the game. Like they were just like <laughs> doing yeah. all these like flips and rolls everywhere. Like just <laughs> contouring their body in strange ways and oh doing finishing moves to slay us. So this was definitely it. <laughs> yeah, girl. Come through Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> To quote Sugar, <laughs> Sugar is hilarious. She definitely has a lot of like the same like personality traits as Mise- Michelle Visage. Oh my god, I just literally slurred her name like Akira does. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did. I've been like kind of obs- like obsessing over the fact that so- that Akira can't say Michelle Visage's name. Like so, I think I like subconsciously <laughs> have it in my mind. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you weird, clocked it. Sorry, I <laughs> caught it right away, girl. Um, so, so Silky says that the bitch who called her talented is in the bottom, and she really spent a little bit too much time flexing a little bit. This is what I'm saying. This is not queen behavior. It's not becoming of a queen. I'm pumped to see next week because Silky was so pissed. That- Pressed like coffee, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they both finally ground. <laughs> yeah. Super fine. She was. Yeah. I don't know, girl. Like, this is a good spot to talk about it because I think that while Silky is being praised a lot and doing well in the competition, I really will also, she won Snatch Game, and the queens that win Snatch Game typically at least end up in the finale, if not the winner of the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is the drag race spin. Yes. So to me, though, I find it really hard, and I will find it really hard if Silky wins the entire show. I can be okay with her going to the finale, even though I don't necessarily think she earned it, but that's just based off my feelings on Silky. I'm sure other people would say differently, but I find I would find it really hard if she won the entire season based off of her like bad attitude. Yeah, and I feel like the judges, or at least Rue, like this has to get back to them, right? Because it's like, um, I don't know, like just listening to the other Rue girls who have podcasts, like Alaska, we stand Alaska, we stand Bob and Monet. Willem. Um, <laughs> yeah, Willem, they've all said you know, when you are out here working as a drag queen, like before and after Drag Race, you have to be respectful and build and maintain professional relationships. And you can't act this way and expect yourself to be able to be successful in doing that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't... Sometimes I wonder if I'm like... With Silky, sometimes I wonder if I am, am invalidating her drag because of her size and the fact that she doesn't like have a typical like I guess what you'd call quote unquote womanly figure which is even saying that kind of upsets me to say because all women aren't the same but when we're talking about drag race and I know a lot of the queens have been criticized for like you know Nina for not having her like proportions correct I want I don't know part of me as a podcast host I just don't want 
my personal bias to like necessarily overrun the entire commentary for the whole season. I think I've kind of learned my lesson from the past with like uh, Shangela and the Vixen. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're evolving here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. With Silky, like I wouldn't be upset if she won. I feel like she's deserving like so far. Like the thing is with her, it's all about performances, not like she's not a look queen on the runway, but she does give it to us like in these like acting and like performance challenges so i don't know well she is she the front does. runner she's got two wins right and many challenge wins yeah, yeah she won too many challenges i think the first the very first episode and then this week i mean she's doing well my thing with silky is it's like you have to ensure in the moment i'll give them all that in the moment it's very stressful they're probably not thinking about how this is going to read at the end of the show but i don't know if i were a contestant i would kind of want to begin to embody what i would want to be after obtaining the crown right and with silky it's just like to me it's just even when she does well i still eye roll because it's just like one note with silky to me you know like i haven't really seen much besides her being loud and crazy yeah i'd agree with that one note's a good way to say it but this week she did do very well and i don't have a problem saying that you know i was very confident in silky going into the season she's doing very well and like we said earlier we're all human this is just something that she has to work on you know, similar yeah. to Evie and her um, hot-headedness. <laughs> Very much so. And like I said, you know, we will admit when Silky does well, I think she looked great on the runway. She was entertaining in the Snatch Game, but I do think that it's not fair for her to win when Vanjie was criticized for the same thing. Uh, Silky's performance was better than Bregoli, but whatever. So uh, also the runway look for her was really good this week. So I would not be mad if she made it to the finale, but I would be a little bit upset if she won the entire show. So why don't we go ahead and just wrap up this week right there. Uh, We will... (laughs) of course be live somewhere just pay attention to twitter we tried twitter last week and it was a different experience but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just just pay attention to twitter because if you like watching our untucked talks we're trying that this season we'll maybe reevaluate at the end and see what we're thinking but um but yeah so we'll see you wednesday 9 p.m eastern standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time somewhere on your internet and we usually just go for like 30 minutes and um if we're on instagram like seth said we're still testing out twitter if we're on instagram it will be posted on our story so you can always go within the following 24 hours to catch up on that yes so let's go ahead and move on with this week's show and let's talk about the points and see how they shook out take it away stony yes so this week silky and nutmeg ganache basically dominated everything (laughs) (sighs) sorry my points (laughs) (laughs) jamal gets 10 points for the mini challenge winner 20 points for the main challenge winner yes uh jamal also gets 30 points for uh which is a bonus for winning the snatch game yeah oh yeah i forgot about that one um 
And then since we had two winners of the lip sync, uh, Seth gets 10 points apiece for Brooklyn and uh, Evie. Work! I got points again this week, you guys. <laughs> there you go. And then Fangi, myself, I get 10 points because Michelle once again criticized her for relying <laughs> on that body. <laughs> on that body, oddy, oddy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then, so Queen's still on the show. I have two Queens, so I get 10 points. And then Jamal and Seth have three Queens apiece, so they get 15 points. Yes. Um, Yes, girl. So (laughs) that means after eight episodes... Seth is in last place. Yes. You're <laughs> supposed to get the fewest amount of points, right? <laughs> with St. Uno, bitch. With 255 <laughs> points. Yahtzee. I am in second place with 290 in Silky Nutmeg Ganache. PhD. PhD Jamal <laughs> is in first place with 325 points. Yes. Uh, the comeback is real. Your current reigning is back on top. Can we add like a new category where like if someone on your team wins the whole season, but they didn't get like top or give you a lot of points throughout the season, you get like an extra <laughs> 50 points. <laughs> oh, a crown win. <laughs> yeah. A crown bonus. I need to catch up here. Like I have really good contenders on my team, but I'm getting no points. And I think that it's unfair. You're going to end up winning because my team is Vanji who can't seem to like <laughs> wear anything, but <laughs> a she just bunny. likes swimming girl. I get it. Whatever. It's fine. She's a fish. <laughs> so yeah, I'm screwed. I guess I have Nina, so that's good, but uh stole my Nina from me. That's a good contender. All right. Well, I'm anxiously anticipating how this plays out. Will I ever dig myself out of last <laughs> place? Probably not. So maybe uh maybe All Star Six, I'll get a win on the show finally. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I like what you did there, Rocky Horror. Yes, girl. I like to sprinkle little subtle references to like one hit wonder songs or pop culture throughout the podcast. So hopefully you guys are enjoying that. Take notes. <laughs> Just like little, little uh, Easter eggs for those that are closely listening. But um, yeah, so uh, we'll go ahead and move on and we'll talk to you about some trades. So go ahead and get your uh, Instagrams ready to research our trade picks this week. Start your cold shower too. Yeah, I need one of those. I need an ice bath, girl. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> trade. Mm, trade. Oh, trade. Trade. All right, you guys, welcome back to another trade segment with TFC. Honestly, the hottest podcast segment that there ever was in all of podcast history, even hotter than Coachella. Avi. Yeah, steamy over her. Yes, girl. And you didn't even have to get rubbed up on by like 20 hundred gross men. So holla. Major bonus. Yeah, no like body odor or like lots of sweat. Like none of that. 
no swamp ass here, girl. Uh, yeah, no swamp ass. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, who wants to share with us their super clean uh, trade pick of the week? <laughs> Stony can go first. Oh, plot twist. <laughs> okay, so my trade of the week is swamp ass 2000. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Not swamp ass 2000, girl. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. What the fuck? Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so my trade of the week is Dan Tai, I think is how you pronounce his last name. T-A-I. Yeah. Um, and his handle is Dan T-A-I dot P-T. And he is an ex-pro rugby player. And he is just like the cutest man of all time. And he's, he's really cute. A rugby player. And he like models in other countries of the world. Oh, look at that picture. Did you share him with us yet? Um, yes, yes. I did it to the TFC pod Instagram. Ooh. But he's just I, that's really why cute. I'm being so quiet because I'm just peeping on all the pics. Uh, <laughs> he's really cute. There are no memes on this page. There <laughs> this is another a public, successful week. It's a public profile. <laughs> it's a public profile. Stoney's gonna get it one You're of these welcome, days. You're welcome, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the work. He's doing the work, y'all. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. You actually see this picture of me and him together? Oh wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> He looks hot in that so picture. So cute. I'm the elephant. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Damn. Oh my gosh. Another Game of Thrones. Somebody's was like, um, they made a meme. They were like, Cersei had the the nerve to try to order elephants on Grubhub. Yeah, girl. <laughs> that was nice funny. try, bitch. I'm honestly just kind of pissed that someone could look this hot, but it's fine. I know. What does he eat? <laughs> He's not pictured with any like carbs, is he? No, there's I don't no carbs know. here, girl. All right. What about you, Jamal? All right. So my trade this week is a little different. This looks like um, not Instagram stamped trade. It looks like he actually does something with his profile and his life. <laughs> Whoa. I know. Fashion, fitness, flights, food, and fun is his profile. His name is Nicholas, based in Toronto. He's Are you just, sure this um, isn't the same guy from last week? No, they look similar, I know. You're thinking of Pet Cake. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember Patty Cake? <laughs> patty Cake, Patty Cake, Bakers. <laughs> no, look, this guy's a little different for me because he's more on the like lean, slender side, but I think he's really <laughs> handsome and he takes cool pictures this guy Um, is like so different he looks like exactly like the other guy but a little bit skittier (laughs) no look his beard and everything is like way well he's different taken care of the thing with like the canadian guys they're always like they look like my skin tone which is just like like transparent (laughs) milky which i like the picture he took of just like three donuts that he's for sure gonna be throwing in the trash after he takes the picture (laughs) (laughs) wait i see an ice cream cone yeah it's like right above yeah that also went in the trash too none of these food (laughs) items were consumed (laughs) that's gonna be a new game we play like did the trade actually eat this i mean he's so skinny clearly he doesn't like we know them before we move on to the next trade can i just like tell a quick story because we were Uh, talking about patty cake yeah so one of my first jobs out of college like one of my first professional jobs there was this lady that worked in it and her name was pat and everyone mm. was like, don't call her Patty because she'll get <laughs> so pissed. And like, I 
was just like joking with her and I was like, hey, patty cakes. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, God. did not. What a shady <laughs> She got so pissed at me. She like took like her notebook and like threw it at me. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that, girl. <laughs> Wait, she assaulted you for calling? Well, I mean, I was just like laughing and then I just like, sorry. And then I just like left. And then everyone just thought it was hilarious because they're like, you called her patty cakes. Sony, like, what a troll. I don't know. <laughs> Sony got fired. <laughs> what a troll. Patty Well, cakes. that was super shady story, girl. You should have called her Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't have gone over well either, girl. <laughs> no. Patty but Cakes is way more Anyway, epic. I just wanted to share that story because it reminded me of that. So, All right. Well, if you're listening, shout out to Patty Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so for my trade pick this week, we have um, an actor trade that I've been obsessing over the past few weeks. So I've been catching up on the show the flash as probably like everyone that follows our twitter yes. knows because i won't stop talking about it that's a good show i really like it i kind of fell off uh in thinking season two so now i'm like back you know getting back into it and um so my trade this week is the flash is played by grant gustin he's very handsome he is very handsome and the inspiration for me picking him is because in season three, they're very self-conscious of showing lots of uh, butt shots of the Flash, and I'm here for it. <laughs> so, Ooh, we like a nice cake moment. Like, you can tell they're trying to make it, like, subtle, like, but it's, like, just, like, panning up from his ass crack to, like, <laughs> <laughs> to, like, something else that's happening. And it's, like, girl... You clearly know that all the gays love The Flash. So right. like, season three is like prime time to, to like start watching. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see a few prancing in the rainbow 5K before Pride. Oh, prancing for sure. Prancing flashes. I hope so. And a red lycra. <laughs> if, if you guys see any prancing flashes at your Pride, please take pictures and send them to our Twitter. Video footage. <laughs> this is for personal reasons. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that's my trade. There's really not much to go into. I think Grant just got married, so my heart broke a little bit when I saw that. And um, Lame. I know. I mean, so congrats, sad. I guess, to him. That's fine. I hope she was, like, pregnant, and that's the reason you chose to marry her, not because you're into <laughs> women. <laughs> <laughs> the realty. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, it's been another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. Hope you guys are all enjoying your week. Uh, hope you guys are looking forward to a travel vlog, hopefully this week. And uh, give us some reviews. Give us some likes. Tell your friends. Tell your pets. Whatever you got to do. Just uh, get the word out there for us. <laughs> yes, please do. Pass it on. Tell a friend. Um, tell them about our Insta lives and everything we're doing online. Um, thanks for all the participation. And please keep it up. Thank you. Yeah, and don't tell them about Stoney's incest jokes. Like, we want them to come actually listen to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> No one really knows what midget means anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. I, s I swear, she sounds so familiar. Yeah, I think I added her on Facebook last week. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, thanks for tuning in for another fun week. And until next week, bye. bye. <laughs> Midget. <laughs>